Hello, and welcome to Perspectives. I'm your host, David Howard. Thank you for joining me once more, as my desire is that each podcast speaks to your heart while answering all of your prayers in the most incredible way. I can, without hesitation, declare that God has protected me from some things and saved and delivered me from a number of others. While they may appear to be similar in definition, protecting, saving, and delivering based on the interpretation of scripture mean completely different things. Protecting means never to have experienced something because you're surrounded by God's grace and mercy. Saving means we have sampled something, but God reaches in to pull us out. Deliverance, however, means that we are in the enemy's camp and having dwelt there for some time, it takes the fullness of God and his redeeming power to bring us forth. For example, as a young man, not quite 21 years old, I was on my way to visit my aunt and uncle as I had just returned from overseas. As I was driving through a particular neighborhood, I saw a young lady that appeared to be in a rush as if she had missed the bus and was trying to get somewhere in a hurry. I stopped being several blocks from my destination and offered her a ride. I mean, I was young and well-intended and was only doing what I had learned to do from those people that had come before me. As we rolled along, I asked the young lady, where are you going? And she responded, just up the street. And as we drove a bit further, I inquired a second time. And her reply was, well, where are you going? I explained that I just got back in town and was going to visit my aunt and uncle. That was probably too much information. Having not caught on, the lady smiled and proceeded to ask, Do you want a date? I was completely unaware of what she was asking me because I was unfamiliar with that environment until she asked a second time. It was then that the light came on and I finally realized what it was that she was asking me and immediately said quite nervously, Oh no. And she responded, you can let me out here. That happened more than 40 years ago, but I remember it as if it were today. That is what you call God's protection, because while well-intended, I was naive and completely unaware of the gravity of the circumstance that it posed. How is a young man or woman supposed to conquer and overcome unless they hear our stories of triumph and battles won. Today's podcast is titled Susceptibility. Hebrews chapter four, verses 14 through 16 tell us, seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was at all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. 
Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Merriam-Webster defines susceptible as easily affected, influenced, or harmed by something. Why susceptible? Because without hearing others' testimonies of triumph and salvation and how they've overcome, we are subject to repeat the same thing over and over again for generations to come. Even today, so many are unable to comprehend the fullness of God's goodness, grace, and mercy, because oftentimes those of us that have received such have yet to tell of redemption's story, our story, how he took us by the hand and saved us, how he wrapped his loving arms around us. Doing so, sharing that is, can be quite intimidating because people see us as we are currently and not as a result of what life circumstances have brought us through. Having trekked through a life full of peaks and mountaintop experience, full of sunshine and blue skies, yet they are often absent of the valleys travel to get there. We believe, oh, how great the shame would be damaging both to our image and credibility. But we fail to understand that our personal story can save so many from the tragedy and sorrow that they would otherwise suffer, avoiding the inevitability of heartache and sorrow. I wish I had a right answer or a more perfect response. But I am not sure why we are reluctant to share our greatest vulnerabilities. Some consider it a sign of weakness to lay bare our frailty in hopes of protecting our image. But whose image are we referring? Ours or God's? We fittingly neglect to share what life was for us before we lay bare before God making a plea for help. I simply ask, how many listening today have cried themselves to sleep without anyone ever knowing because they had sorrow upon sorrow or sat in isolation of a car, intently clinging to the steering wheel, begging God's mercy after being hurt or causing harm to another? I'm afraid if we bore the physical scars of life, there is none among us that will remain unblemished. We are reminded in the Old Testament that as generations pass from one to another, they would begin to forget the God of their fathers and all of the magnificent things that he did. Scripture tells us, and they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which bought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were round about them and bowed themselves unto them and provoked the Lord to anger. Judges chapter two and verse 12. We all have uniquely independent journeys, a path that we must walk alone that is unlike anyone else's. There are things in life that God has protected me from 
and others he has led me through. And yet I acknowledge I am internally grateful for the abundant favor that I have found in his eyes. Now before any deliberations ensue, what I have proclaimed is not a hollow boast, but rather a humble proclamation of how the provision of God's hand has and continues to overshadow my life. Not because I have earned it as a consolation of my own goodness, but because I one day like blind Barnabas in Mark chapter 10, when I heard Jesus was passing by, I cried from my despair saying, Jesus, please have mercy on me. And he heard my cry. God's call to each of us is different. He doesn't call us as a collective body, nor do we all enter into heaven as one big mass. But through our individual circumstance, we are driven to our knees, further admitting our need for his presence in our lives. Each of us has a story of God's reflective presence, which in due season serves as inspiration for others. If we refuse, how will others come to know Christ? How will they learn of his redemption? I am in no wise imploring that you tell your personal business, but rather share with others what is necessary to strengthen their faith. Give them confidence, confiding in hope in order to endure whatever challenges await them. Romans chapter 10 verses 13 through 15 assert, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Yes, even with God in my life, even after having accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I've had hardships and trials. We are not exempt. They don't suddenly disappear. But I say with the fullest assurance, I can't imagine life without God's presence. Too innumerable to count. I only know a fraction of what God has protected, saved, and delivered me from. And for that, I am endlessly grateful. Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Thank you once more for listening to Perspectives. If you like what you have heard, please subscribe 
or leave a comment on the Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, or Overcast podcast platforms. Or send me an email at howarddc42 at yahoo.com. Also, Perspectives has a YouTube channel. Simply type in Perspectives and my name, David C. Howard. Please join me next week. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be with you until we meet again.